0: All right, it is that time on a Friday. It's time for the Man in Black, and we get to do it in person with Coach Dave McGinnis of Titans Radio here on 104.5 The Zone. Mac, how we living, boss? Doing
1: good, doing good. Yeah, last time we had uh, some phone issues. I think that uh, Kansas City was trying to sabotage our our segment, but it didn't work for him. So
0: no, it didn't work We're for good. them in that regard, and it didn't work for them on the field on Sunday either. So. We're going to get into this Colts game, Mac, but I kind of I kind of want to start with Thursday night football because the Birdinals, they took their first loss of the season. The Cardinals going down to the Green Bay Packers last night, um, it was a fantastic game to watch throughout, and the ending was unlike anything that I've ever seen. What did you make of the Cardinals
1: last night? Well, uh, as you said, the Cardinals. I mean, first of all, they are a good team. <laughs> yeah, and the thing I was talking to to Rhett and Mike Keith this morning before you know before you came in and we started doing this, is that uh, they're really a fast team defensively, and that's what's kept them alive. And and Kyler Murray has played very well. I thought he played very well again last night. Yeah. I mean, they've, they've got people. Steve Kime has put together a really good football team. And, and, and Cliff Kingsbury, we talked about this way back at the beginning of the season, he's now worked that offense into an NFL offense. He really has. So they're a good football team. But last night, uh, I, I give a lot of credit to Matt LaFleur, Jerry Gray, uh, you know what they had to do. You know because, first of all, when when you're calling defenses and you've got one guy calling the front and one guy calling the calling the back end, which is what they were doing. You know what Jerry Gray and Tom Olivadotti Jr. were doing during that game. That's that's. Pretty intense, it really is. And then Matt Lafleur, look, he and Aaron Rodgers. People were questioning. You remember? You remember this? I book? was.
0: It carried me through the summer, Mac. Yeah.
1: Well, you remember everybody was talking about, you know, would, would they mesh with this young coach? Bill. Be, it's been a perfect marriage yep. uh, because they're both really smart football people. But just to watch them operate with what they didn't have out there. I mean, you talk about not having your your top receivers out there. you. I mean, and you could see the angst that uh, Aaron Rodgers was having through the game because some of those young. Players were cutting routes off short. They weren't, you know, they missed. They they had to. They missed a, a timeout one time because they lined up wrong. All of these things, and they were still able to win it. You know, at the end, and in in, an, in a real, really uh, rough environment because the red sea was there. They were going, they were rolling, but the ending of the ball game. I mean, that you just, you know, you ask me, you know, you ask Brett and I when you came when you came in here, uh, you know, what did I was dumbfounded. <laughs>
0: i just i mean so was aj green apparently because he turned around after uh, after uh, uh the the defender got the the interception off of him and just looked around like what the hell just happened there he looked just as disoriented as all of us watching that game last well, night well and,
1: and, and as i said I, I said to you and red i said well you know aj green's a rookie so you can <laughs> i mean he's been in the league forever and that wasn't the quarterback's fault no he threw a perfect throw yeah threw a, threw a perfect Back shoulder stop in the end zone to a really tall receiver, and but anyway, I was glad the Burdinals got beat.
0: <laughs> Every time the Burnells lose, Coach Dave McGinnis gets a ball. He's of course presented by Farm Bureau Health Plans, like an extra set of pads since 1947. The best in the business is Farm Bureau Health Plans, and we're grateful for all they do to give us Coach Mac and everything that they do for Titans Radio as well Uh, to that to that point mac how much how much difference did you see in kyler when deandre hopkins had to miss some time throughout he was ruled questionable with a hamstring injury he came back in in spurts i I only ask because it's going to be a conversation today now that we're getting to this point in the season about mvp and derrick henry and kyler murray formerly on an undefeated team and it looked like it made a big difference for him to not have his top option in
1: there. 100% right. You know, I mean, look, we 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 understand who DeAndre Hopkins is sure. you know, here at the Titans. I mean, we've dealt with him for years. I mean, he's a he's a game changer, and you and you saw, you know, just the one play that he did make before the hamstring started tweaking up again on him. I mean, this guy, this guy is is really really a a special type of receiver. Because he's not only got speed, but he's got some of the strongest hands, and he's a very nuanced route runner. Uh, I mean, I, I love the player. I really do. Yeah. Not, no, when we're playing against him and when he's in the same division, didn't love him so much. <laughs> but I do I do respect the player a lot. So when he was missing, to your question, to your point, they missed him a lot.
0: Yeah. It was, uh, it was a really, really interesting game to watch, and now the Packers sit atop the NFC. But let's talk about this Colts-Titans game. Coach Dave McGinnis of, of Titans Radio here with us. On 104.5, the zone, it's a much different Indianapolis team at this point in the season than when they came to Nashville and went down 0-3. Now, the Titans look a lot different, too, now that they've started to get some of their skill position players back, but what stands out to you about Carson Wentz in this offense right now?
1: Well, I mean, he's healthy, first of all, right. and, 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 and his legs and his mobility, Buck, are part of his game. I mean, that, that, that's a big part of his game, and he didn't have that. First time we played him, let's just be honest. He did not, he did not have that. And here's, here's the other thing that's important to know. The marriage between Carson Wentz and Frank Reich is a real thing because they both understand each other. Frank Reich understands the real strengths and weaknesses down to the, some nuances with this quarterback. So now he's, he's healthy. And, and, and to the point of Carson Wentz, when he is healthy, he is, he's hard to defend. Because he's a big, strong athlete and a big, strong runner. And now the other thing that's happening, too, and I think it's a lot of the way that Frank is calling the game, the other thing that he's doing now is he's, he's making good decisions with the ball. 11 touchdowns, one interception, he's not turning it over. Uh and let's go the other side of it De- uh, defensively, they are getting they're getting takeaways mm-hmm. in, a, in in bunches. And so, but Carson Wentz, uh, when he is healthy, he's somebody you have to deal with and we are going to get. The Titans are going to get buck the best Carson Wentz that there has been this season. Yeah. Up, up in Indy on Sunday. I believe that. You know that the Titans also know that that's what they're preparing for because this is everything, this game up there for the Colts this week.
0: I couldn't be more excited to watch this and given the implications in the AFC South and the fact that this series between these two teams is done before November 1st, this is as important game as the Titans will have all season. But Carson Wentz's efficiency, Mac, it looks like, and that offense is so much predicated off what they're able to do on the ground jonathan taylor has been exceptional this season and now that the offensive line in front of him is starting to get healthy they got quentin nelson back last week it seems to have made all the difference in the world what kind of stands out about him as a player
1: well quentin nelson is one of the best guards in the league if if not the (laughs) best if not the best and he and he and he was coming out of the draft i mean it was no secret to anybody when you watch his kid play you know i mean anyway that's a big plus for them and i like the fact that 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 you bring up the running game because that is their strength. Right. That is their strength, and 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 people seem to to neglect that sometimes. You know, it surprised me a little bit the last time we played him that he that they only handed it to him ten times because they had an Im- immobile quarterback. Surprised
0: Colts media too. I saw a lot of columns written about that.
1: Yeah, well, I'm I'm, I'm not a columnist, but I'm you know <laughs> when I'm up there looking and knowing knowing the 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 state of the mo- of the non mobility of their quarterback, that surprised me because Jonathan Taylor, first of all, between the tackles is is a beast he is a beast and 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 i mean he's been that way since wisconsin and plus he can hit the home run and then you pair him with naheem hines who has who is just a killer you know when he gets the ball in his hand and he gets the ball in his hands in a lot of ways they've jet sweep him they they screen him you know they they can line him up in an empty set either on the two-man side the three-man side he can run any part of the route tree so they've got a running game and they've got an offensive line And plus here's the here's the thing too buck Your running game is only as efficient as your play caller is willing to call it. Right. And Frank Reich is willing to call it. So the Titans defense is going to have to knuckle up to play a a really strong and varied run game this week.
0: And they've done so throughout the course of these last two games, certainly, and really since the Jets game, Mac, it seems like... This unit kind of understands what it needed to correct coming off of that game with the explosive plays and things of that nature. Uh, They're not bringing additional pressure. They haven't needed to. They've been able to efficiently get after the quarterback with four and occasionally those zone exchange pressures that they like to use with guys like Elijah Molden. This Titans defense has been one of the biggest reasons that they've been able to come through this tough stretch. And now Harold Landry on the injury report with a hamstring. We don't know what his status is going to be just yet at this point but what i mean what they've been able to do defensively how impressive has that been to you or has this been who they've been capable of being the entire time
1: well i mean the last two weeks have been a different challenge defensively it really has been than this week is going to be this week is a different challenge for your defense for this reason neither one of the the other two opponents they're good teams but they don't dedicate a lot to a physical run game right this football team does and so that necessitates you doing some different things i mean you not only got to be gap conscious you've got it you've got to be you've got to be gap and knock back strong and you've got to be able to do that you know they have been able to to cover with seven and been able to rush with four and stop the run with the last two weeks you know basically with seven in the box or as you talk with those zone pressures they've been able to do that well this group up here is probably going to necessitate a little bit more Against the run, just because Indy will will commit to the run. Just like the Titans commit to the run, even if people load up to stop it, they still commit to it. So this is a different challenge. To me, this is a more physical challenge, run game-wise, than the last two weeks have been.
0: It'll be interesting to see. We've seen such high-level play from certainly David Long the last couple of weeks, and uh, his game against Kansas City, I thought it was one of his best. Um, and not just him individually, but I thought Dane Cruikshank played a fantastic game. I thought Greg Maben coming off of basically the bench in Arizona, Arizona's practice squad. Um, I, I thought that the game plan so well suited the personnel that they have the last couple of weeks, because as you mentioned, this is going to be a different kind of game. How important is it going to be? For them to for them to be able to be sound in their gap assignments and not give up those explosive plays. Well,
1: it's for huge. Taylor. It's going to be huge. And again, as I say, it's a different challenge. Yeah. It's a and every week is. I mean, every week. You know, you've got your base that you work from, Buck. But defensively, every week it, you've got to be game specific with what goes on because nobody ever does the same thing. And, and the opponents that you play, and plus it evolves during the season. And so this is going to be huge. You mentioned those guys coming in. I mean, they did a they did a tremendous job. And kudos to them. And kudos to the assistant coaches, because when somebody new like that comes in, I've experienced it in my coaching career in this league, the assistant coaches have to spend night and day with those guys, yeah. because you've, you're not only getting them up to speed with what your scheme is, you're getting them up to speed with what a game plan is, and then having to play all the snaps that they had to play, it, it was it was commendable. It really was. But this week, this week, and I keep going back to it, because I keep when I keep grinding the tape and looking at it and just knowing knowing their mindset up there and knowing... That they've got their people back healthy now, especially across the offensive front, and and both backs healthy, and a quarterback now. See if they can run the ball. Well, then all of a sudden, this half boot and this full boot game become a real problem because Carson Wentz now can move. There were instances when we played him the first time on the on the twenty sixth of September that he had open areas, and he wouldn't run. Right, he wouldn't run. He was going to run this time, Buck.
0: Coach Dave McGinnis of Titans Radio breaking down the upcoming game in Indianapolis for the Titans against their AFC South Division rival, the Colts. So on the defensive side of the ball, Mac, we know what they have. We know what Darius Leonard is. He calls himself the maniac. I think it's a very, very – I'm not normally okay with people giving themselves their own nicknames, but that's a pretty apt one at this point for the level of player that he is. Um, they've been talking about it all week over at St. Thomas Sports Park, the hammer, his ability to be able to force those turnovers. He scouts these ball carriers. He didn't have a tremendous amount of success trying to do that against Derrick Henry, um, as you and Mike Keith are very, very intimately familiar with. Rock'em, sock'em robots, I believe, was the line. Um, But what (laughs) stands, I mean, what what are they going to have to do to get hat on hat with Darius Leonard and how, how difficult is he to game plan for?
1: Well, first of all, it, it, let's start with the front because he, he, and and Okereke, thats how he pronounces his name now, right? The other, the other—I was about the, to say,
0: what happened to Okariki? No, I thought it was—it well, it, it went from Okariki to
1: Okarake. Yes, of a it did. And, and it, you can change your name all you want. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, those two guys are eraser guys. Yeah. And, and they, when Matt Eberflus in this defense, he will stunt that front quite a bit and he will also he will also change where they are lined up and he will change the shades that they're on but they let those linebackers run and both of those guys are, are erasers they really are they both got have length and they both can run and so the issue when you're playing that this type of a defense is and to get that many takeaways and especially that many fumbles you know you work on it they work on it they work on first man secure second and third man in get the ball and so, you know, it's gonna be it's got to be a great point of emphasis for all ball carriers for the Titans on Sunday. Five points of contact with the ball. Understand, understand when they're when they're coming in. You cannot get loose with the football with them because they make they they practice it. They make a habit of it. And so, this is going to be big. Leonard Leonard is the the good part about his game and the strength of his game just watching him and studying him you know cuz linebackers is where I cut my teeth in this league is he's got enough length that he can shock and shed and still be able to get off really quick and then he's got great length and he's got enough speed to get to what I call a race in the edges and he's always present he's always present and that's why you always. and if you if you're climbing up on him to the second level Getting a hat on him is not enough. You've got to get a hat and you've got to stick. Because if you don't stick, then he's going to shed you pretty quick and still be in on the play.
0: With, with that Colts defense, at least in the first half against the 49ers, Mac, and I understand that the weather was pretty sloppy out there. That inherently favors the offense when you know what direction you're going, I would imagine. But it seemed like the Colts were pretty susceptible on the ground to what San Francisco was presenting them in the run game is that a tendency that you've noticed or was that just a product of the environment as
1: a product of the environment and you look, look at the surface you look at the surface. Ter- look you know I've coached a lot of games in this league and a lot of it in bad weather and defensively especially if you've got if, if you've got minus footing okay you know what we call it with the game conditions you got minus footing defensively the the advantage goes all the way to the offense because they know where they're going right and you have to react to what they do so to me that when, when I ever I watch games like that I always factor it real quick real quick into into what's happening because defensively especially because you have to react to what's going on and then everything that happens is so quick offensively that you have to react to if you have any kind of problem with footing because of weather because of weather not not because you know you take bad angles those types of things but because of weather and bad footing the advantage always goes to the offense
0: when the chiefs sold out to stop derrick henry as every defense tries to sell out to stop derrick henry Ryan Tannehill and A.J. Brown, it's not the first time it's happened. It won't be the last time it's happened, but they killed Kansas City uh, with the play-action passing game, with the efficiency of the passing game. He had the lowest time to throw of any quarterback so far this season, 2.17 seconds average time to throw. Um, against this against this Colts secondary, it's not been a, a – plus point for them throughout the course of the last couple of years i think they'd like a little more out of rocky Sin, and we don't know what the status of xavier rhodes is just yet how effective can the titan skill position players be against the secondary
1: i'm going to be real interested buck to that point that you just brought up to see how much middle of the field post safety we get because normally they're a split safety team right. at, at Indy. I'm, I'm going to be interested to see how much post safety defense we get out of them. Because and when I say that, when you go play post safety, you're bringing one of those safeties down either to the open or the closed side to play the run. OK, and so when they do that, and regardless of whether you're playing zone with a post safety or you're playing man with a post safety, it's in essence man to man on the outside. And so I'm very very interested to see how much post safety we will get early from this team because Matt Eberflus, you know, by nature, you know, is a split safety four man front guy. And so to see what they do and how they formulate their defensive game plan early on and when I'm broadcasting this game with Mike, I'm going to be, that's what I'm going to be looking at is to see, especially on conflict downs, which are, you know, 50, 50 downs, as far as the defense has to make a decision. I want to see how much post safety, because if we start getting middle of the field closed with a post safety, you can bet that the ball is going to start going outside to AJ and Julio and whoever else is going to be out there, because that's how you counteract that thing. That's how the Titans counteracted it last Sunday. Against Kansas City, when you know uh, Steve Spagnola, the Chiefs' defense coordinator, sold everything out to be able to stop Derrick Henry. That's if they play post safety, then you're going to start seeing the same things from the Titans this week.
0: Coach Dave McGinnis, Titans Radio. Their coverage begins with Titans Countdown at 11 a.m. Central Time, right here on your flagship home for Titans football, 104.5 The Zone, and across the Titans Radio network mac it's a pleasure as always my brother i hope you uh get some time to enjoy indy's finest i always enjoy this trip uh even if the night out before with all my college buddies is to my detriment it's always a great one
1: i will see you in the press box and i expect- i'll try and pull it together no 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 you have to pull it together <laughs> i expect you to, that's part of being a professional yeah that's part of being a professional you have to answer the bell you've answered the bell so far all year and so I expect you to do it again. This
0: is a tough test for the Titans. It's going to be a tough test for me as well. I cannot let Coach Dave McGinnis down. Thank you, Mac. Thanks, Buck. That's Coach Mac, the best in the business, man. Uh, I, I, can't, I can't disappoint Coach, Coach Mac, but this, this is a difficult trip. It's not just a difficult trip for the Tennessee Titans. This, this one gets me every year. This is the worst press box, press box experience in the NFL because of where the Colts press box is at the very rafters of that stadium at Lucas oil. And I, you know, I went to Indiana, all my college buddies moved to Indy after, or most of my college buddies moved to Indy afterwards. And so it is often the case that you get a little banged up before on Saturday night. And then you go into the press box that induces vertigo and many other things. I think I've thrown up in that press box every year that I've been there. Like, I don't think that's maybe that's not something I should admit to publicly on air, but every year, uh, some scared PR person walks in while I'm retching in the bathroom because I've done something I shouldn't be doing the night before at Kilroy's or Brothers in Downtown Indy. Regardless, it will be an interesting game. Now, what 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 we didn't touch on with Mac is something that I th- I wanted to make sure we got to because Mike Vrabel said this on Wednesday, and I, I didn't really see it discussed that much. Maybe I maybe I missed the initial conversation around it, but a lot of these a lot of these things that you're seeing from the Titans' defense. It's starting to man- manifest itself into not just the Titans defense, but you're starting to see elements of Jim Schwartz in there as well, whether it's Harold Landry. I saw uh, Ben Solak of the Ringer breaking down this game after the fact and was describing Harold Landry's alignment as not just a wide nine, but a wide 11. He was, he was lined up with his hand in the ground outside of the tight end who was split out. It was, uh, it was laugh out loud funny, and then you start to look at the formation and you're like, oh. That's the influence of Jim Schwartz in this Titans defense. So, as a senior defensive assistant, I know a lot of fans have been asking what kind of uh, what kind of you know what kind of impact he's actually had, and and this is what Mike Vrabel had to say on the matter when he was asked about it on Wednesday this week.
1: Well, you know, Jim's um, got a lot of experience in this in this league and uh, has come in and <clears throat> you know just. It, it, I I never really thought of anything other than him just helping out, and I know that everybody makes a big deal about it, um, or has tried to. Um, he's supported. Uh, he's done everything that I've asked him to do, that Shane's asked him to do, to support, to give input, to follow up on on post game, during the game. Um, so I don't I don't look at it as anything other than uh, just another member of our our defensive staff and our and our staff that's done things that to help us win and then we'll continue to try to do all those things. So, you know, have everything that I thought it would be, it it's been, and, um, you know, just hope that everything that can continue.
0: So that's Titans head coach, Mike Vrabel. No, Lucas, that's not what my text to you just it <laughs> got completely confused via text. No, I'm not, not am I down to take the phone calls asking you if my microphone was down so I could ask you a question. <laughs> A little bit of behind the scenes, but that's Mike Rabel oh, talking about God. Jim Schwartz uh, and his impact on this defensive staff. So, yeah, Mike, Mike's not looking at him any differently, but there, are, there is clear feedback, and, and it's, been, it's being implemented into what the Titans like to do along with all of their other concepts. It's helped make this defense better. It's helped make this defense just a little bit more versatile, and, uh, and I think that's to the betterment of this Titans team. Six one five seven three seven one oh four five. Uh let's go ahead and squeeze in Gator Mike on one oh four five the zone. What's up, Gator?
1: Buck, I'm here for moral support, my friend. Right. You can tackle this weekend with your buddies. You know, you're you're a you're a older adult now, you aren't in your college years. You know, okay, we right. don't need to hear reports of you being like Will Farrell in old school, you <laughs> know, Frank the tank. We don't need buck the trunk. You can do it, my friend. And like you said. You cannot disappoint,
0: Matt. I can't. I, I can't come stumbling. I can't come stumbling into the Titans radio booth with Jim Wyatt when we do our pregame Titans radio hit. I can't look. Uh, I can't look like I've just had a night of it the night before. We're going to do our best, but I'm telling you, this this is a. Tra- you want to talk about trap game? This is my trap game every year. This is my trap game. The Indianapolis press box is my mortal enemy year in and year out. When we come back, we'll wrap this bad boy up. We'll do some polls. We'll get you out of here and a little closer to your football weekend. I'm Buck Rising, live from Pine Creek Golf Course in Mount Juliet on 104.5 The Zone.